This time on Kawaii Radio. Parlez-vous français? Metallic rogue or rouge or metallic rug. <laughs> it's uncomfortable to sleep on. Isn't that on. just sheet metal? <laughs> yes. Kenny shares his culinary desires. I do identify with the main character of this. Like ever since I first watched Jurassic Park as a kid, you look at those dinosaurs <laughs> and you think. What would those taste like, chopped and buttered? And it's a blockbuster anime season, and we've got some unexpected picks. Have you ever heard of the brave robot anime genre? No, I haven't. It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. <laughs> God, here we The go. tragedy of Darth Brave the Wise. Oh, no. no. Avalanche! Ganida. Onida. It's over 9,000! Nani? Language logic interface for Japanese. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi Radio. Kawaii Fi Radio. Kawaii Fi Radio. Konnichiwa, and welcome. You're tuned into Kawaii Fi Radio, the podcast we dive in the world of anime, manga, and Japanese otaku culture. I'm Kyle, and with me is Kenny, and it's 40 odd degrees Celsius here today. Yes, it's. I, I almost died coming here. I, we will live like a couple of streets away. Yeah, we do. We're only a couple of streets apart. But, and uh, yeah, walking was a mistake. Walking was a mistake. So uh, the, the rest of the team are hunkered down. Most of them are actually at work. Um, Emma's, Poor things. Emma's also hunkering down and exhausted. So, you know, it's it's fair. She and also went outside for like a second and you can imagine the rest. Yeah, like, you know, she's, she's come back in. Her skin's bright red. Don't know what's going on here. Um, you know, us pasty boys, we uh, we got to stay inside. It's us um, for our safety. I've been slightly browned from covering bushfire stuff. So, <laughs> were you in the bushfire? <laughs> yes, yes, that's how I got this. That's how I got slightly style? roasted. Yes, oh, yeah, no, very nice. So, <laughs> if you're ever if you're ever in a bushfire, if you're ever in a house fire, just turn around slowly. It'll it'll brown you. Best tan you ever had. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, like be careful. It, like we have had. A insane amount of bushfires here in Western Australia Naturally. Um, this season already, and it's uh, only going to get worse. So do stay safe Yay. if you are a local listener. Um, now on the on to more on to more happy news. This episode it is a new anime season, and what, it's what? God Lodge. It's oh, it's, it's loaded as hell. Like it's yeah. not just the sheer volume of things that are continuing from the last mm. season. Yeah, it is just, there, there's a lot coming. Mm, there's five shows <clears throat> carrying over from last season that we're already invested in. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't have enough hands for all of these animes. I don't have enough eyes. What I, am I going to do? Yeah, there's like 30 shows that we're interested in checking out <laughs> on top of the five from last season. How Obviously, the hell does Giga do it? He does. It's because we, we've discussed this before. It's because it's his full time job. That's Giga hire me. If I had that much time, I'd be ex- ecstatic. But we also have to go and earn money to pay for houses and rent. And I, all that I have. Sort of I thing. have to buy milk and cider. <laughs> you you have to buy strange tomes. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to. It's just that it's just that my dealer, my book dealer, your book dealer, my book dealer, not the other dealer. <laughs> he he finds me things I like. He and that's. I don't yeah. like people like that because then I have to buy it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, as we do every season, we're not going through all 30. To be honest, there's probably like 50 shows this season, if we're being <laughs> honest. But we're not going to go through all 30 that we're interested. We've chosen 10 shows from across the new season that the team, you know, everyone's picked a few. And we've chosen at least one each. They're so good shows. We'll be filling, These are our good picks. Yeah. We'll, we'll be filling in for the rest of the team. Though they ha- they all sent in their suggestions. We compiled the list together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. from Shonen to Josai, Action Arrow, there is plenty to look forward to so stick around and to find out if we've picked one of your choices for this season and if we haven't let us know in the comments um, if as you hate p- our choices 
argue with me. As we're a PG podcast, there are some that we are obviously not touching on. Um, <sighs> and it's not because of the violence factor, because there is one this season we're talking about which is R-rated for violence. Um, it's it's because of, shall we say, mature content. Um, just more... Naughty. We're all ages, so we've got, we've got to err on the side of content. Uh, caution. Yeah. So, either way... If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Happy 2024 to you. And if you're listening to this, uh, you know, a couple of years down the track and you're like, happy 2024. Well, think of it as, you know, us being prepared so that you knew that we, you, listener, were in our hearts years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you're, look, you're looking back at a, at a very, at a very, very strange age. You're a very strange a age. Very, a very weird decade. Well, it, where, it strikes where, me that people are going to be talking about this decade in classrooms yeah. in like 50 years. Yeah, as part of anthropology. That's going to be weird. Yeah. We're in our sixth year of the podcast now. This oh, is wow. year, first episode of year six, which is like, wow. Just think people are going to be looking back in schools. At our podcast. No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> but we are listed on Dexerto's list of recommended, so, you know, Yay. maybe maybe we're fine. Now, if you are new to the podcast, we do also have a YouTube channel where we share our live streams, and we do them along with, you know, anime-related videos and interviews. We haven't had much time to get them done uh, in recent years, but that should be changing soon. Please come and subscribe year. to YouTube mm. and encourage us. Yeah. Join our massive Lithuanian audience and subscribe <laughs> to the, us. You mean the three Lithuanians that we know of? Yeah, what's the deal? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They liked it? I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I like Maybe it. one of our friends was travelling, or maybe one of our listeners was travelling. You never I, know. I, I like Lithuania. I it's, love Lithuania. Beautiful place. Very pretty. Like, mm. incredible medievalist society. Mm -hmm. And you can also find links for uh, that YouTube channel and all of our social media platforms in the episode's description, along with Patreon, where we have another podcast called The Pre-Show. Uh, the Pre-Show, we just kind of talked about, me uh, not mead, medieval fairs, yes. cider, um, some of the shows we're not covering this season <laughs> for, uh, for for the reasons for aforementioned reasons yeah um, and uh, yeah you, you also get the chance to vote on topics such as our Halloween and Valentine's Day episodes Valentine's is coming up soon so we're going to have to on Halloween episodes we talk about uh, different horror creatures horror mm. genres stuff like that always good fun to talk about on Valentine's Day full adults only so yeah you it's, get to it's the naughty episode you get to make us watch terrible horrible things why would you do that? I don't know. You're cruel. I mean, is it a terrible, horrible thing? Or yes. is it just a, a grossly mature and um, some saucy delicatessen? Uh, you have not thing. seen what I have seen. <laughs> <laughs> Look, la last, last year we were... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Um, just inter Interspecies. Yeah. 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 That, 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 that's what we watched last year. Yeah, now, if that sounds own. like something you'd be interested in, you can find the details down below. Now, let's get stuck in um, as we are now doing going forward. It is a new anime season. We're talking the new anime season first. Kawaii Fire Radio. That's a lot of anime. Oh, God, there's so many. Winter anime. I think that just holds true. Every time there's a winter, we just have... Yeah. A glut. That is the measurement. It is a glut. It is a glut of anime. A glut of anime. And it makes sense as well, because when you think about it from a societal standpoint in Japan, it's winter. It's cold. Everyone's inside. Uh, so that's why there's okay, a lot of shows to Okay, but if you think about watch. it from a uh, societal point of view in Australia, it's summer. It's burning hot. You're inside. <laughs> or you're, you're outside. At, you're, or you're at the supermarket because your air conditioner died. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, if you're going anywhere, it's for the air conditioning. It's for the air conditioning. So, this season, as we mentioned, there is a glut. There is about 
oh, I mean, there's 30 that we're interested in, and there's, you know, no doubt about 20 more that we're not, because there's kid shows in there as well. <laughs> um, there are short form, there is stuff that is just so generically isekai, we're not even giving it a chance. <laughs> Um, so I mean, one of them has probably... It's It sounds like a joke title. It sounds like the title of an isekai you'd hear about in another anime that's making fun of isekais. My instant death ability is so overpowered, no one in this other world can stand up to me? No, the other one. Uh, the sh- uh, shield one? Or no, the- no, 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 no. Uh, seventh time loop the villainess enjoys a carefree life married to her worst enemy okay but that actually sounds kind of yeah funny. it does uh, the weakest tamer begin a journey to pick up trash uh, why no no okay um, seven deadly skin sins four nights of the apocalypse that's that's a longish title that's definitely trash but no, yeah. uh, not <laughs> oh, cherry magic 30 years of mm, can make you a wizard <laughs> it's a BL okay. I mean that that one could be alright and these are all ones we're not talking about how about the legend of supernormal prefecture of Chiba <laughs> it's not normal it's not normal oh no I have found the one you're talking about because of course I have it <laughs> the level nine nine strongest tanks labyrinth raids a tank with a rare nine 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 resistance skill got kicked from the hero's party. Wow, neat. What's that about? Well, you see, it's, <laughs> uh, it's you can guess why we're not watching it. Light manga titles just. <sighs> I know light light novel titles like they need reworking when they're going to anime. I mean, I th- I suppose it's like I mean we were talking about societal thing. It's just sort of a societal mm. thing. That's how you title a light your novel. light novels. Yeah. Anyway. Let's kick off with probably the one that is going to be most talked about. Now, we, we obviously know that there is still carryover champions from last season, such as Fury Ren, Shangri-La um, Frontier, the Apothecary Diaries, mm. Undead Unlock. This is probably, outside of them, going to be the most talked about show this season, and that is solo leveling. Oh, yeah. Now, so, I mean, this one's mm, been a long time coming. It has. And it's a little controversial as well, um, and we'll get into that in a More bit. A <laughs> yeah, so it, it originates from a Korean web manga, so a manga. And this has been running in Korea... I think it finished about 18 months ago would have been when the final chapter was released. But it started a good while before then. It's been running for years. Mm -hmm. And it was broken up into sort of seasons in the manga. Um, We're going to call it manga, manga. Uh, I'll I'll stumble over it and make myself sound silly. So the, the web manga of it was broken up into seasons, so there would be like breaks in between it once they hit certain milestones. So you know that's kind of going to be what they're going to sort of follow for the series. Um, this is a, a action-adventure fantasy, which is... It's not an isekai per se, but there is travel to other worlds involved, if that sort of makes sense. So I mean, like, that goes into our whole debate on what makes an isekai an isekai. Yeah. Like, can well, you... I- isekai literally means to be spirited away it's mm. you've been taken to another world from which you cannot return not by choice mm. you, like it's based on the japanese idea of someone being spirited away taken from the world and never returning but okay but to that end uh in the west we had stargate the original movie stargate's and... not that because they can return oh no but the original movie they couldn't return yes they could no they couldn't they did the, well they returned in the end because they found the code sequence that was missing in the thing. yeah yeah but like there in stargate there was a device and um, that the MacGuffin was about travel back and forth it yeah. wasn't a singular event it wasn't um oh, 
But if you think about it, then um, like there are a few isekais which will flirt with that. Oh yeah, of course. And I think yeah, that's the whole thing of like what do you, what is like the like the definitive. And I mean, the defin in this this definitely isn't an isekai because the majority of the story is set in the modern world. Mm. So, uh, but it's that cl- clarification. Uh, so, ten years ago, the gate appeared and connected the real world with the realm of magic and monsters. To combat these vile beasts, ordinary people received superhuman powers and became known as hunters 20 year old sung jin Wu is one such hunter but he is known as the world's weakest owing to his pathetic power level compared to even a measly e-ranked monster still he hunts monsters tirelessly in low rank gates to pay for his mother's medical bills however this miserable lifestyle changes when jin Wu, believing himself to be the only one left to die in a mission gone terribly wrong awakens in a hospital three days later to find a mysterious screen floating in front of him a quest, this quest log demands Jid Wu completes an unrealistic and intense training program or face an appropriate penalty. Initially reluctant to comply because of the rigor of the quests, Jin Wu soon finds that it may just transform him into one of the world's most fearsome hunters. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I mean about it not being an isekai. It flirts with the other world idea. So there's the gates, and the gates open up as like Stargate portals, if you will inside locations and the role of the hunters is they must go in and defeat the dungeon boss in that gate within a set period depending on the power level of it otherwise the gate opens into the world and the monsters pour out Mm. so while it is another world it is a self-contained world it's a it's like wow's dungeons they're an instance within it i suppose but where they're not connected to the greater world on i mean the other that's side. just flirting with what makes a world a world and stuff like yeah, that. yeah i know right and i mean i've been reading a manual of a similar nature where mm-hmm. a guy gets trapped in like the tower dungeon that's just appeared in the modern world mm-hmm. but he's at such a high level and in such a precarious spot that he actually can't leave without just instantly being killed i mean i wouldn't call that an isekai because it's within the existing world oh it's in a tower which is its own dungeon world Mm. i should send that one to you it's great the guy becomes a farmer oh yeah i remember you mentioning this yeah yeah he gets uh minions he gets bunny minions that help him farm either either way (laughs) this has not been listed as an isekai okay so it's but it does that's what i mean why we're with it flirting with the idea but not really being it um and there is a bit where he goes adventuring argue about it in the comments people yes yeah. <laughs> so this firstly is the one we mentioned which is r-rated this is r-rated for violence um it's violence only from memory there's no shall we say goblin slayer-esque scenes oh uh, yeah there's no raunchy scenes um it's it's a it's due to the violence mayhaps we should also address the controversy of the matter well yeah because this is a korean manga in korea and japan do not see eye to eye on a lot of issues historically they don't get along yeah due to what happened during the wars um many of the world wars um and the wars that were either side of it and Um, so that's the thing is the uh is the anime as it is being um presented is it set in tokyo or in korea so set in korea so they're there was a manga adaptation in Japan based on the web manga. Oh. And it got a lot of criticism because it removed, because the Korea, obviously written in Korea, Korea's society has been shaped by what yeah, has happened in the past. Uh, it's a different they, people, a different the, culture. The Japanese manga adaptation removed any criticism of Japan Ooh. or anything that could be led to be criticism. So that was an issue. Um, and obviously, like, fans of the original manga just were like, no, 
Like, you can't do that. Like, that is trying to basically ignore history. I mean, I can understand about trying to keep politics out of entertainment, but if it's a part of the story, if it's a part part of the the original, you don't screw with the original material. You don't. You don't mess with it. Either way, um, this was probably the biggest Korean manga for, yeah, almost a decade. It's huge. It's, I mean, like, there is a reason it's getting, like, a full adaptation. It's because it's very, very loved. Yeah. And, look, it's it's well done. The adaptation is being done by A1 Studios, who, um, as we know, has done a lot. They're Sony's own studios. They did Love is War, Your Lie in April, Anohana, Sword Art Online, Blue Exorcist, which is, for some reason, Blue Exorcist is getting a sequel this season. Yeah, I I saw that. Everything's getting a sequel recently. (laughs) This season and next season is sequel central. It's it's weird. I tried looking up to see if there was some kind of collusion or conspiracy. (laughs) There is not, and that makes it worse. Um, But... This is one of the shows that isn't um, in that fund. Now, this is uh, being supported by Crunchyroll. Um, basically, if it's A1 Pictures who are going to be producing it, it's going to be on Crunchyroll because they're mm-hmm. both owned by Sony. So, Crunchyroll, Aniplex is in Korea, Billy Billy in China, Netflix in some areas, and Video.com in Indonesia. Now, I this... I see Netflix, like... Uh, actually, no, never mind. Netflix are very, very... Um closed-minded to this sort yeah. of thing. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that would be a fantastic thing to just put on every service possible, but they will not. Well, no, they can't afford to. Crunchyroll, ha- because of Sony, they have a monopoly on certain markets well, now. Maybe they could afford to if they didn't stop cancelling all their good shows. and <laughs> Yeah, and then making the bad ones. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> it's like, hey, this did really. This was really successful. Let's not renew it and renew the one that failed. Oh, hang on, I'm what? not allowed to say the bad words on this podcast, so I can't tell you how I really feel about Netflix. No, we know. <laughs> it's okay, we know. You know anyway, half of it. Um, this show... Solo Leveling is going to air for 12 episodes. It's airing on Saturdays at Saturday midnight, Sunday mid-morning, well, morning, if that makes sense. Because, mm. obviously, Japanese shows always air in the late night for anime. Um, and, uh, yeah, 12 episodes are rated. We'll see how it goes. 12 episodes isn't a ton, so perhaps we're looking at multiple seasons. We definitely are. I think this might be A1's new Sword Art Online project. Uh-huh. Because they did, with Sword Art Online, they did the big... Um, Angel- what is it like Alicization arc oh, yeah. and all that and that finished in a very sort of solid spot and then they went and went back and did progressive which was as films which is just a dumpster fire mm. because like the the irony that it was meant to be from you we're, know, we're dumping on sword art online now people you should get, get your popcorn yeah when aren't we dumping on sword art online nowadays <laughs> a mate of mine uh, actually asked me for advice last night yeah. um he found an image, I forget what it was, but it was basically saying, I'm a god, I'm better than you three. And he was asking, and he was going to say, make the three things he's pointing to, Naruto, Bleach, and uh, Dragon Ball, I think. And he was going to make like, okay, what would be the most offensive anime to say, I'm better than you? We both <laughs> at once said, Sword Art Online. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Had a good log laugh about I mean, that. like, look... And, and this is, I mean, we're going well off topic this episode, but it's only us two, so, you know, we'll get through it. <laughs> um, I got Emma to watch some old anime. Oh? I showed her uh, Dan Machi, which is, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Ah, um, which she, 
for some reason continues to watch despite saying she hates it. Um, Hate watching <laughs> is a valid form of watching for some yeah. things. Um, but she's two and a half seasons in. Um, <laughs> okay. She's further in than I am. Okay, that's pushing it. <laughs> yeah, um, I showed her a certain scientific railgun and a certain magical index, and she couldn't get through a fir- the first episode of either. I also forgot how raunchy railgun is. Yeah. Um, like, you always forget, you just remember the big battles, you forget that Shirai is a creep and yeah. should be in jail. Um, and then I showed her Full Metal Panic. Oh. Going even further back, and she actually quite liked Full Metal Panic. Full Metal Panic. We need to do an episode on we that. We do. And Fumofu, it's a spin-off oh. series. Well, Fumofu is season two, mm. and the the funny thing is, is that all of those comedy bits in the manga happen as part of the normal episodes. So <laughs> what they did was they were like, we're going to make season one dead serious, so that the tone is not lost, and then they just grabbed all of the comedy bits and whack them together to yeah, make Fumofu. I didn't even see the first season of Full Metal Panic. Mm-hmm. And so when I first saw Fumofu, I just thought, okay, this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea this was a mecha anime. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's, it, it's so removed. It's so detached from what the first season even is. Yeah, it's, it's good, though. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Crunchyroll, uh, Billy Billy, and uh, Netflix and Video and Annie Plus are your spots for solo leveling. Let's talk about Mashal, because it mm-hmm. has come back. Season two of Mashal, Magic and Muscle, the Who- Divine Visionary Candidate Exam Arc. Who's, uh, whose pick is this? Uh, Aaron's. Oh, yes. Yep, yep. No surprise there. And Mashal has been just it's great. It's so good, though. It's... And uh, I would like to paraphrase um, Aaron when he talked about Mashal the first time it was on. It was like, The boy who lived, come to die. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> this is basically taking the utter Mickey out of Harry Potter. Which, you know, is always fun. There are no muggles. There are only magic people, except for Mash. <laughs> and Mash uh, that, uh, like is anyone OP. without magic is considered like a subhuman in yeah. this realm. So uh, this is a world of land. magic. This is a world in which magic is casually used by everyone. And in this world of magic, Mash Burndead attends magic school. To protect his quiet life with his family, he sets his sight on becoming a divine visionary, the elite of the elite while hiding the fact that he can't use magic. Yes, yeah, so, so every time a magic task is given to him, like flying a broom or casting a fireball, anything like that, he accomplishes it not with magic, but through sheer physical will. No, through brute strength. Yes. He flies by kicking his legs like he's a bird. <laughs> like, well, underneath him, flapping them. It's just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, he has, you know... I want you to light this candle on fire without touching it. So he uses a petal and mortar to make a blaze <laughs> like that spins around the room and then catches on fire. Like, <laughs> he destroy- <laughs> He beats everything by literal muscles. It's ridiculous and it's great. He's also loves cream puffs. Uh, yeah, it's like when they're trying to like, I'm going to read his mind and find out what his secret is. Oh my God, it's all cream puff. This <laughs> man thinks of nothing but cream puffs. What is wrong with him? <laughs> So it's this is also being done by A1 Pictures. Very kind of a similar kind of uh, action and comedy style to Mob Psycho... Uh, sorry, Mob 100. Yeah, 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 Mob Psycho 100. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is sequel. First season was fantastic. Highly recommend you watch it. That's on Crunchyroll already. Um, this season also going to be on Crunchyroll, same one pictures. Amazon Prime Video, but it doesn't list where, so I'm, I'm going to guess it's probably Amazon Prime Video Japan. Yeah, more than likely. Um, and Annie Plus in Korea for this one. Um, based on a manga, 
look, what can we say? We love this. This is one of our picks for last year. It's so. it's silly fun. If you yeah. uh, grew up reading Harry Potter, this is for you. If you grew up not reading Harry Potter and just, or even just didn't like it or don't like it now, still for you. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Actually, especially if you enjoy the prospect of taking the Mickey out of Harry Potter mm-hmm. as a as a. Not franchise. difficult. Not, I mean, not difficult, but it's pretty funny. <laughs> it also says a lot when, like, one of the genres for it listed is gag humor. Because, yeah, this is, like, classic parody gag humor. It's... Um, I love it. Go watch it. Saturdays, 11.30 p.m. It airs. Two episodes are out at the time of recording. And, uh, yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. What's right. next? Well, this is my pick. And this is a manga I've been reading for years and didn't realize it was a light novel. The Wrong Way to Use Healing Magic. It almost sounds like a light novel with a title that it, that was borderline. That title, like, mm. see, the thing is, is that that title got me quite angry when I first saw it, because I was like, someone stole my idea that I was writing in my book that I never finished. Because <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you wanted to like a person uses overheal and like yeah, will give like, them yeah, like damaging people cancer cells or gives them horrifying bones and stuff like yeah, that. Yes. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Ima- imagine like, you know, you're you're a healing magician, but you can use healing in a way that's really nasty and like make people's bones overgrow or like, Ugh. you know, their knees shrink or, you know, like make their liver like revert and stuff like that. Like using horror, it in a really horrible magic. way. This is not that. <laughs> Which, you know, okay. <laughs> this is an isekai, um, but it is quite well done and all of the characters you meet in it um who are like the main the main trio are nice people they're not it's not the generic oh my god the pretty girl is so up herself or any of that sort of stuff it's not like i like you exactly so this has been done is being done by shinai animation they did teasing master takagi dangers in my heart and doramon okay so that's why you like it (laughs) it's not it's not a romance um the art style is just beautiful um saturdays in the morning at 12 30 a.m so friday night saturday morning um 13 episodes it's on a lot of the muse network in southeast asia billy billy and Crunchyroll. what's the plot Ken Usato is a normal high schooler in every sense of the world. He's average grades, dreams, and a tendency to dislike extraordinary people. However, when he encounters the president, I don't know, I wouldn't say he has a tendency to dislike extraordinary people. He just he's just not bothered by it. He's just like, that's cool, they're cool. He's he's normal. He's not like, you know, a well is me character. He's uh-huh, just going good. along with life and getting ready for, you know, high school and university and whatever. Hmm, so, chat. however, when he encounters the high school president and vice president of the student council, both popular and extraordinary, he immediately becomes friends with them. All of this is interrupted when Ken's new friends are summoned into another world and he accidentally gets dragged along too. <laughs> <laughs> Dejected and with no way to return, he resigns himself to staying quietly in the new world until he finds out he has an affinity for healing magic, a very rare form of magic which gives him both self confidence and the attention of all majors however not all attention is good which is something ken realizes when he notices gets noticed by a crazy fellow healing magic user basically uh he gets roped into the rescue squad which is a battlefield medicine team who use magic to buff themselves so like they will run so fast that they're breaking their muscles but healing them themselves while running Huh. So they're super powerful and dangerous and they dash into the battlefield to rescue warriors to then heal them back at base. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a new spin on it. Yeah. And you totally expect like the vice, uh, the the count, student council president for her to be like, you know, a, uh, you know, really, you know, well thought out and deductive person. She reveals literally in like the first five minutes that she's like, 
do you guys know what you're doing once you leave high school? Because she's a senior and they're juniors. And yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at that. What about you? And she's like, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> it's like, you're the president of the student council. How do you have no idea? Yeah, it's like to be a, to be in a student council in any Japanese anime in Japan at all is to be God. Yeah. It's to have all the plans, to have everything figured out. You see all the, you see yeah. all the pieces. So like you, you think those, like it's very much like love is war in that, that it, you know, you, everyone thinks they're prim and proper, but they're not. <laughs> <laughs> also like the student council president's actually a bit of a, Mm-hmm. Shinobio. Oh, oh. She got she got those Shinobio tendencies, and oh, like no. you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> so it's good. It's really well done. How did you get into this? <laughs> yeah, and also like their relationship with the three characters doesn't um, it doesn't degrade over time. It doesn't. They don't become like distant to one another, or you know, disliking one another, or anything like that. Oh, good. So it's like at least from the manga. So that. That was re- I, was one of the reasons I kept reading it because it's nice. It's like you know, it, it subverts the standard. You've been summoned as the hero. You were summoned along with the heroes. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to push back on that. It's just everything, mm. every new like you've been summoned thing. Oh, I know. I know. Is pushing back against the norm now. Yeah. It's become the norm to push back against the norm, which makes it yeah. no longer the norm. So they're not pushing back against the norm. They're just the norm and pushing it back against the yeah. unnorm. But I, I think at least like. None of these characters are stereotypical, which is part of what I think makes it fun. Like an original. The, put concept. it this way: you will see see the king freak out hearing that su- a certain person is about to arrive at the castle and telling them hide him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that I kind of want to be. Like, that I'm interested. In. Okay, it's 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 pretty funny. It's I, I'd say it's got a bit of gag humor to it as well. Um, also, he gets a pet bear. That's cool. Which is blue, mm-hmm. and he's called Bluey. A, a blue bear. Magic. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, magic. yeah. Cool. All right. Time for your turn. Yay. I've uh, been waiting for this for this is not, years. Yeah, it's not the one you're talking about. We're coming what? back to that later. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we're going to talk about the one you haven't watched yet. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Brave Bang Braven. Bang Brave. Brave Bang Brang Brave. Bra- bra- brain Brave Brang. Brang Brang Bang. Bang Bang Bang. This one... I'm Durr. a little excited for for uh, a few reasons. Okay. Have you ever heard of the brave robot anime genre? No, I haven't. It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. The tragedy of Darth Brave the Wise. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> Stop okay, this, no. you. Your brave robot anime is like, oh, how would I put it? Your Voltron and uh, oh. s- stuff along those lines where, you know, the robot is more... It's more heroic and more of a power fantasy than your standard kind of giant robot like okay. Gundam stuff. And that's upsetting a lot of people. <laughs> for some reason, everyone thought, like, saw the trailers for this and thought, okay, this is going to be another one of those wartime animes. This is going <laughs> to be sad and serious and this is going to be another kind of extreme thing for me to watch. Good. This is along my taste. And then, like, this epic, hopeful paladin of a mech with, like, uh, like the horns on its head and a giant sword just shows up and goes, here I come to save the day. <laughs> oh, God. And it looks like it's not a comedy. It's taking itself seriously, but it's not being serious, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's more it's more going back to that kind of like old school kind of style of storytelling, uh, yeah. more of a power fantasy than like a... a 80s goof. Yes, yeah. more along yeah. those lines. Yeah, fair I mean, I can't, even, I can't even say it's goof. It's more... 
like the kind of seriousness that Power Rangers would show itself. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, Japanese Power Rangers or Western Power Western Rangers? Western Power oh, okay, Rangers. There you go. If you get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is an action mecha. It's PG. Mm-hmm. I wasn't too sure about this because of one simple reason. The studio is CY Games Pictures. C- oh, 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 that They're, I didn't know. CY Games do a lot of mobile games. Yeah. And they have been able to put out some pretty decent content in the past. So they are involved in the Idolmaster Cinderella franchise. So like that's the CG dancing one, which is kind of like the, the rival to Love Live. Yeah. Um, they did Princess Connect Redive, both seasons of that. And oh, that okay, was really okay, well yeah. animated. Like It wasn't everyone's cup of tea. Uh, also not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, Uma Musume, Pretty Derby. They do all the animation for that. Oh. So like we know they know how to animate. It's, and they yeah, know, but... we know they stay true to the source material for the most part. Yeah. This one I'm more excited for because it's an older kind of style, which I haven't seen for a very mm. long time. And because it's making a lot of people upset online. But on the note that of source, kind of appeals to my on, trolling senses. <laughs> on the note of source material, there is none. This is an original series. Yeah. So we don't know how many episodes it's going to be. Uh, we do know it's PG and we do know it's airing on Thursdays. I've got this on my list as a wild card because mm-hmm. I want to see what it'll do. Yeah. Thursdays at 11.56 p.m. Huh. In Japan. Yeah. I don't know why, but we'll go with that. Um, I'll give the proper summary. So in a world where humanoid armored weapons noses Titatono Strider, TS for short. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say it the other way. I used in warfare. <laughs> Troops from various countries converge on the island of Oahu in Hawaii, including Ao Isami of the Japan Ground Self-Defense Force and Lewis Smith of the United States Marine Corps. Isami and Smith play cross cross paths during battle but suddenly their teams are attacked by an unknown enemy scattering soldiers and sending their forces into disarray in order to save their friends and survive on the deadly battlefield they must fight with every ounce of courage and pride they can muster do they transform do I, they connect together i don't know <coughs> that'd be I mean, cool. is it like voltron where the more you put on the better it gets so that'd be cool i yeah. think i remember an anime not a lot different to that where it was just the two people and their two mechs yeah transforming what happened to that one you mean gurren lagan no no there was another one <laughs> we need to do a gurren lagan episode um there was another one yeah i can't remember what it was it was uh well, it was a thing it was a thing you should go back and look at a bunch of things we just left oh no um, this is going to be on Crunchyroll starting next week. So the first episode has come out in Japan, but no one had licensed it. And mm. Sony jumped on board literally on, I think, like Wednesday or Thursday yeah. this week. I might have a retraction to give if it's a bad anime, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll give it a we'll chance. Like, yeah. we, let's be honest, we don't really promote a lot of mecha anime because it is usually a bit of a niche audience. This one does sound like it could be a bit of a, a wider audience. So we'll, mm. we'll see. Um, let's go... To you can watch it on Crunchyroll, Annie Plus Korea, Annie Plus Asia, and from there we'll go to it's time for Torture Princess. <laughs> now, this ain't your cup of tea, but it is Emma's. It's look, I like the concept, it's just that it's kind of a one note joke. Certain anime can get away with that, like Mashal, because mm-hmm. it does it in different ways. This one, I just feel like it's very, very similar over and over again. It's... I mean, it might be. It might be. But we won't know until we until we look. Yeah, yeah. Th- three episode treatment and all yeah, that. But... Exactly. But th- I think this 
could be just funny. I mean, it's going to make you hungry. That I can tell you for sure. <laughs> like, my God, I actually went and ate like so much toast after the toast episode. Um, <laughs> actually, yeah, me, me as well. I, I, <laughs> okay, I, cool. I, I did have a lot of butter toast. So this is a comedy fantasy food. They say like gourmet style food. anime. Um, is the war between the Imperial Army and Hellhorde rages on the princess, despite being armed with her mythical sword Excalibur, is captured and imprisoned. What kind of torture does she face at the hands of the chief demon interrogator? Well, there's fluffy, fluffy fresh-baked toast, hot steaming ramen. Oh, the humanity! <laughs> Can the princess withstand these tormenting treats and keep her kingdom secrets safe? No, she can't, but they're not very useful secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the gist of it. She she uh, is shown some awesome food and says, if you tell us the secrets, we'll give you this to you. And she basically immediately cracks every time. Yeah. But then the secret that she gives the uh, demon's like, oh, well, we can't we can't use that. There's... It's like, we don't have enough forces for that. Oh, we, we, we can't get there. And that... so like, okay, let's see what else she can tell us. Uh, uh, no, no, that's that's not useful. Oh, oh no. Okay, okay give <laughs> so, us yeah. something else. Uh, that, that's that's oh, not useful. Damn it! <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, you've got the the princess, the sword on one side of the equation, the torturer and her assistant. The torturer, she's uh, her name is Torture Tortura. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. They didn't even try. They didn't with even that. try. They thought it was hilarious. And she like her she's name adorable. is Princess Princess. The sword's <laughs> name is Sword McSwordface. <laughs> Um, but then she's got an assistant. We don't know the assistant's name, but Minion he's like Minion <laughs> He kind of looks like an ogre goblin crossed with um, Frankenstein's monster. Um, of and the New Hampshire Minionsons. <laughs> of the New Hampshire monsters. Um, <laughs> and he is just adorable. Like he's like <laughs> he. Whenever they're doing, it, it's like they're going to do sushi, and he's there in his little sushi outfit and all that they're doing ramen and he's like you know got he dresses like a, up as like the street hawker with the ramen yeah, cart yeah like and then they had like a toast party and you're like what the heck is going on what is a toast party has I, anyone had a toast party well i think that's probably more like brick toast oh i, oh, I don't I know that looks brick toast. i could oh, i could murder brick toast. toast i don't think that was brick toast that just seemed to be like really good chocopan that just seemed to be yeah. very nice toast Japanese. Th- I, I don't know if I've told you, completely off topic, but... Um, but they have we, a toast dance. We have a Japanese food distributor that does the distribution for all the Japanese restaurants along with the Japanese um, sort of like real realty shops, if you will. Oh. Um, so they supply like Miyu and stuff like that. They have an online website which is now open to customers. They sell the Japanese bread. Mm. Like the big thick one, we like it's six massive slices in a little square cube, and I'm like, I, I uh, you, are, you need to you need to send me that link. They're called JFC. No, no, I need you to Japanese send Food Corporation. Okay, da should... da da. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I love it. <laughs> JFC online. Yes. Give me bread. Give me bread. Give, give me, me bread. bread. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, while uh, I distract Kenny with bread, it's time for Torture right, Princess yeah, is being done by Pine Jam. They did Kubo, Won't Let Me Be Invisible, and Kageki Shoujo. They're a relatively new studio established in 2015. Um, it's going to air Monday nights. And um, oh, I, I could have swore I had the the time listed here. I, but I, I found I found the bread. You found the bread. I, I found it all. How expensive is the bread? I uh four sliced choco pan three seventy four grams is uh that's uh, six dollars fifty australian that's not terrible that's, that's not terrible at all that's not terrible at all we might we let's let's make a bulk order later i think we might have to let's, yeah. let's get some bread 
Today's going to be a good day. Oh, We're going to order bread. I'm having <laughs> some bread. Video games and drink cider. <laughs> Sounds like a great day. Um, this airs on Tuesdays midnight, and it's like Monday morning, Tuesday night, if that makes sense. Um, and yeah, Crunchyroll, Any Plus Korea, Anyone Asia, Hong Kong. We because it's the start of the year, you find that a lot of the international streaming services outside of Crunchyroll and Annie Plus and Billy Billy haven't listed all of their shows yet. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Southeast Asia and uh, especially like um, if you're in the subcontinent India or South America or Europe, you will not have listings yet. I and just... it's frustrating, but the good news is you'll probably get like three episodes at once. So just just bear with them. They, your local distributors will have them. You'll get everything. You'll be able to binge it. You'll be able to eat bread while you watch the show. It's great. Yeah, only Crunchyroll really has the capacity to keep operating through Christmas. Yeah. At the moment, anyway. Alrighty, what's All next? Right. Next is another one by Aaron. It's Sukimichi Season 2. This is Moonlit Fantasy. It is a action-adventure comedy isekai. The ugliest man in the world. He's not. He's just kind of a bit plain looking. <laughs> but they're tr- he arrives and he gets isekai'd and the entire world treat him as if he is the ugliest man in the yeah, world. Yeah, they think, they think he's a rare monster because he's, to them, ugly. He and looks- he can also speak other l- languages, so... Yeah, he uh, doesn't speak the human language because he's ugly. Mm. That's which is silly. Yeah, um, I, I won't read the synopsis for season one because that gives away the ending. But this first aired in 2021, and the original synopsis is Makoto Misumi was just an average teenager who happened to suddenly be summoned to another world as a hero. But the goddess of his world called him ugly and took his hero status away from him, then sent him to the ends of the world. <laughs> Just in the wastelands, he meets a dragon, a spider, orcs, dwarves, and many other non-human races. And he managed to show promise in the use of magic and fighting, which he wouldn't have been able to do in his former world. He has numerous encounters, but will be able to survive this new world. A fantasy where a guy has been abandoned by God's humanity tries to reset his life in this new world. He's, he looks perfectly average. Yeah, he's average. But the problem is, is that this world is ruled by a god who will not allow any ugly humans to exist. <laughs> So, wow, yeah, um, sounds like Marvel. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I can argue that point, but we'll do that off. Have you seen Squirrel Girl? Uh, oh, no, not uh, no, I don't mean Marvel comics, I mean, I mean the cinematic. Oh, universe. the cinematic universe, everyone's beautiful in cinema, though. not it, not that everyone's beautiful, it's just that it's ruled by a capricious no, deity not- bloke who decided everyone's choices for them. So no one's ever made a meaningful choice in all of Marvel until recently. Mm, true. Because they basically, yeah, messed it up. <laughs> anyway, moving on from controversy. Um, light novel this is, Tsukimichi, originally. Marvel's um, terrible. Fight me in the comments. Um, GC staff, uh, JC staff, sorry, are behind it. GC staff? I don't know who they are. Bre- bread C staff, yes. Oh, I've got just bread on my mind. JFC. Um, <laughs> JFC. Um, Konosuba, Dan Machi, Railgun, Index, Food Wars, Toradora. Emma's not going to like it. <laughs> 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 no, she she actually did enjoy season one of this. Um Food Wars is fantastic. Like, I know Food Wars is basically just, like, it's, taking the utter mick on food series, but I love Food Wars. And it's, frankly, it's an ecchi. It's, it's designed to be dumb, and it's ecchi for everyone. It's, <laughs> watch it with the family, yes. it's for no, no, it's not family fun. It's a family bad time. <laughs> My sister walked into that one not knowing a thing about anime. Oh, she saw really? that on the streaming service and was just like, what the hell's... Oh, God. Oh, you should have seen her, like the shock when she was asking me about it i was just like yeah someone should have told you and then she went straight from that to jojo's bizarre adventure yeah your sister's odd <laughs> like no offense to I, her i tell like, her she's lovely but 
I tell Claire her the anime's what? to watch, and then she just picks something left field. Yeah. Oh, dear. I mean, that, that is very much your sister, so there that's, you go. That's family. Either way, Claire, listen to us. We're telling you the good shows. Watch the good shows. Claire, argue with me in the comments about something. <laughs> your hair sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sibling energy. <laughs> anyway, this is airing Mondays, 11pm, Tsukimichi Moonlit Fantasy, Crunchyroll, Annie Plus Korea, Annie One Asia in Hong Kong, and Billy Billy in China. Mm-hmm. Um, as said previously, no details outside of those immediate streaming services, but they will show up eventually. Um, probably just that they're waiting for all the officers to open back up to finalise deals. Um, now, it is your turn to talk about yes, food, Kenny. Yes, you faked me out on this one, on the first one. I thought you were talking about that, this one at that time, and and I'll get you for that. Well, but, we're, we're going to be talking, actually, about um, a little show I've, I've, called I've, Banished from the Heroes Party, which is just, actually all about food. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Faked me out again, <laughs> no, We are talking Dungeon Meshy, delicious in dungeon. Good, we should be talking about that. First things first, it's Trigger. Studio Trigger. Studio Trigger. Like, not the group I figured would be doing that. No. It's, Look, these, these are the guys who did Kill the Kill, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Little Witch Academia. They Pro were founded Man. by the people who created Gurren Lagan. It's just, they are used to like bombastic, crazy mm-hmm. action. And this is a lot more restrained. Oh, very much so. But their artistic prowess is on full display still. They, oh. are, they are true to the uh, manga, true to the original mm. works, which we started reading oh. 12 years ago. I don't think it's that long, but it feels that long. It, it, it took that long. Like, hang on. Delicious in Dungeon. Like the original manga finished a while ago. Well, actually, only ten- mm, Actually, you're right. It did finish a while ago. We only just got it recently. Mm-hmm. It's st- oh, wow. It's 10 years. 2014. February 2014. I yep. knew it. So there you go. 14 volumes. And because it never hit 100 chapters, every year it got f- put forward for a new and upcoming manga. <laughs> it's like, well... <laughs> But yes, I've been, I mean, it's fair to say everyone has been waiting for this one. Yeah. So this is going to be 24 episodes. And I'm curious as to how this is going to be handled. Because the opening sequence features characters only shown at the very end. Which is, I know, right? Are they just going to keep that consistent? Well, they could. Well, I'm wondering if they're going to shrink the story. I'd rather they didn't. I'd rather they didn't, but I am also aware that there is some fat that could be cut. Like yeah. there, there are there are cheating chap- for the anime. <laughs> yeah, no, there there are some chapters where not a lot happens. I and like, don't be wrong. There are chapters where there's good food and stuff, but there are chapters where there might be like an introspective look, <laughs> okay. and that that can probably be shrunk down. So and now speaking of the food, so oh yeah, the plot of this. Uh, shall I just read it from the uh, from the list? Is this what the one which starts with after the Golden Kingdom? Uh, no. Um, young adventurer Laos and his company are attacked and soundly thrashed by a dragon deep in the dungeon near where they live. The dungeon. The party loses all of its money and its provisions, and a member of its party is still stuck down there. She is being digested by the dragon that thrashed them. She got it and got them all out in time. So they're eager to go back and save her before she is completely digested mm. and irretrievable. There's a problem. They set out, they have no food, no money for provisions. A couple of their party members have just abandoned because, you know, they're disheartened about being just trounced by a dragon. Mm-hmm. 
And so they can go into the dungeon, but they will starve on the way. Mm-hmm. But then they have an idea. Let's cook and eat the monsters. Yeah, and it's it's great because you, you've got um, Marcel, who is the elvish healer, and she is so against the idea. Yeah, she uh, she hates the idea of eating the monsters. They are unholy and evil and foul and monstrous. Yeah. Uh, Laos, the, the team leader, is very keen to do so. He's Clearly very, he's been looking for an excuse. He's been thinking <laughs> about this a long time and it's in a way that makes you a little uncomfortable. Yeah. But then they team up with a dwarf and he's been yeah, he's been um eating the monsters for a while now. Like a decade. Yeah. It's like he carries a wok on his back, he uses it as a shield, but it's basically his cooking implement. Mm-hmm. And so they will like chop up and serve the monsters as they find them, cook them in a style that befits them. And Mm. in the manga, you'll get an entire page which tells you the ingredient list. And if you just swap out the giant scorpion for, say, oh, lobster, (laughs) then it will make... It will make... A formidable meal. It yeah. will make an excellent bit of grub. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I had someone who had just collected all of the recipe pages and lined them up. Oh, I need to get that. Right, I'll, yeah, I'll send that to you. Yeah, I was <laughs> but, uh, but so in this, they don't give you the full recipe page, but they still take you through the cooking process. The cooking process, and you know, just mm-hmm. as it should be in anime about food. Every shot of the actual cooked product is just oh, it's like it's like Ghibli's food. Oh, I, I want to eat that. It's not to that level, but it's close. Yeah, because it's 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 trigger. Now and because it's colorful monsters as well, so there is yeah. something slightly off about that. Oh, absolutely! Like <laughs> a purple scorpion, you know, tail in there. It's like oh, it's turned red, and it's like ah, oh, that makes it so much. Oh, more but then palatable. they they uh, kill and uh, cook up a cockatrice, yeah. which is a uh, <laughs> giant venomous magical chicken with a snake, snake for a tail. Yeah. That would be great. That would be amazing. Mm, so good. Now, um, th- I mean, this- I I do identify with the main character of this. Like, ever since I first watched Jurassic Park as a kid, you look at those dinosaurs <laughs> and you think, "What would those taste like, chopped and buttered?" <laughs> a dinosaur steak. Yes. What oh. would dinosaur taste like? What would a T Rex tail taste like? Look, if we're, if you're gonna if you're gonna get any better cook it, take it to Fibbers. Oh, I, yes. I, if I if I got hold of dinosaur meat, I would take it to Fibber McGee's and get them to put it in their. Uh, their aging room and the, the trade-off being is that they age it and i can have half it and they can sell the rest i'd, I'd be okay with that i'd take the deal like, i mean i'd want to try some fresh and then i definitely want to try some aged like tataki well. style oh yes yes mm, mm. i could do that oh, yeah. but yeah so it's like, you see all the jurassic park movies and you see all the different dinosaurs and you're just like you with a bit of butter and salt and pepper <laughs> Don't say that. You're making me really hungry. You, <laughs> you with some bread. You with some bread. So you with some chocolate. Yes. <laughs> so look, this is, um, funnily enough, on Netflix worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is probably after the uh, success of Cyberpunk Edgerunners um, mm-hmm. that Netflix went well with Trigger Do It. We'll, we'll buy the rights. Yeah, I, I hope uh, Netflix does more work with Trigger because, you know, that will earn them well, some credibility back. Well, the, this is the thing. This model works because Netflix aren't allowed to do anything. Exactly. They're just a they don't get to touch it in any way they just they fund it and then they get the end product they don't get a say in it oh and then there is the dubs they've been doing good the the dubs for this are actually good (laughs) which i'm really surprised by there is a joke clip going around of um the elf marcy uh her dub being replaced (laughs) with german language 
So everyone else is talking in English, and then she would just come on and freak out in German. It's just like, this is weirdly fitting. I don't know why. I, there is no reason this should work, but it does. It, it works, and I'm, I'm not, not okay with it. So look, um, this comes out, it's episodic, thankfully. So they're not going to do what they do with... Um, half the other stuff where they just kind of randomly drop a whole season batch because yeah. like, this, this is the thing like from a viewer's perspective getting the entire season so you can binge it sounds like a good idea mm. but it almost guarantees it won't get another season and that's because with the season running for a length of period it has enough time to stay relevant in the zeitgeist of society for it to be you know well enough known that there is people who support the push to adapt. I mean, this was how TV used to be done. It's that, like, things would come out week to week and you would get a real-time observation Mm -hmm. of how people felt about it. Yeah. Like, when you drop an entire show at once, people talk about it for a week and it's done. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe two. Or then it'll have a resurgence because some celebrity watched it and recommended it. Yeah. But, again, one or two weeks. It doesn't keep it in the social... Zeitgeist. It's why um, uh, dragons, wind and fire thing, uh, Game of Thrones. Ah, uh, yes. Um, lasted as long as it did, even though the past two, the last two seasons went seriously downhill. It's because it was stuck as part of the global zeitgeist. Everyone would say winter is coming, you know, and that's what series need to stay relevant to ensure they get. Second yeah, it seasons. kept its hype by giving you something to look forward to. Look, uh, Dungeon yeah. Meshi. Next episode in four days, five hours, fifteen minutes, and. 30 seconds. See, you're, you're excited for it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And this is why the anime season has been so successful in penetrating the Western market. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... That and its competition is... Uh, yeah, I mean, like, Not yeah. good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be honest, this only competition is, like, South Park... Um, and South Park's not really competing with no, anyone. No, it's, it's not. Just... But like, you know what I mean? Like, It's the only things that sit in the same genre. Like, Is Family Guy still going? Is American Dad I, still going? I believe Family Guy still might be. Yeah. But like, not even for animation, for just entertainment-wise. It's just anime and manga are trouncing Western stuff. And yeah, exactly. Like, if, you were look, if you're looking at the animated sector, you're not going to find much. Obviously, it still has to compete with normal TV, and that's a whole other ballpark altogether. It depends on audience interest and you know direction. Naturally. But like, as far as like taking control of an animation space and having hype in it, this has done it. Like, we're enjoying a veritable golden age. Yeah, we are. Well, yeah. A fading golden age. Everything's a bit repetitive, isekai-wise. Well, I mean, that, no, that happens with every genre. Yeah. Like, we'll f- we'll just find out what the new one is. And I think it might be the shoujo and shosai, um, like the, the, the romance mangas, like the really female-oriented ones. That's an interesting prediction. Because we're getting more and more every season. We are, mm, and you may be right. And they're they're being well received. I mean, look at you know um, Apothecary Diaries, that's very clearly targeted at a female demographic, okay, and it that, does really well. That was this season's Sherlock, and I'm still salty about that. <laughs> I didn't realize until episode three. I mean, we were talking about how I, like I, look, every couple of seasons there is a Sherlock anime. It, it is, but it's not a Sherlock anime because no one's called Sherlock. Oh, it's, it's totally a Sherlock. It's Sherlock anime. adjacent. It's, I'll give you that. It's Sherlock adjacent. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, there's all, all, every season there will be something that where there is a the the target is mystery and solving. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, next okay, but which one's be... the Watson? Is it that's that's the? Uh... What I, I no. <laughs> I'm not mind. I'm not naming that because I'll get it wrong. Um, all right. My other pick for the season: Metallic Rogue. 
or rouge, or I'm, I'm not sure how it's meant to be said. Metallic rug. <laughs> it's uncomfortable to sleep on. Isn't that on. just sheet metal? <laughs> yes. Metallic rug, the sheet metaling. Uh, so Metallic Rogue is the new original action mecha sci-fi from Studio Bones. Heavy metal. Um, <laughs> they did Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Mob Psycho, Bungo Stray Dogs, My Hero Academia. Woof. So we know they're good. We know they're good. Oh, yeah. Um, now, this is an original anime. We don't know how many episodes. It's not been announced. But typically at the moment, original animes typically do get 12. They're, not many studios want to risk 25. Um, we, those ages are kind of Interesting gone. when, like, original anime is... You don't know what you're going to get. And, I mean, you know, that almost feels like an obvious statement. But mm. it's when it isn't derived from a certain source that just means it's entirely in-house it can go in any direction well i mean look at how phenomenal um wonder egg priority started out as the only reason it failed was because they ran out of budget they had the story that they were trying to tell was too big for the time they'd been given Mm. and then you know they covid so Mm. yeah you know a lot happened which kind of brought that to the end and then they wrapped it up in the most disgusting sandwich i've ever seen <laughs> at the end like it just ki- kind of like yeah, it felt like they just sandwiches still yeah. it really felt like a, a gi- we've given up we have just sighed and it was over um and they couldn't do anything about it and it's a shame because it was a like, terrible sandwich it was terrible it was just tasteless. it was a waste of bread waste of bread like mm. that shokupan should have been used for something better like brick toast nutella nutella oh Oh no! Oh yes. no! <laughs> anyway, Metallic Rogue is, as we said, original story. It's going to air on Thursdays in the morning at just before one AM Thursday morning. So Wednesday night, Thursday morning. The summary: In a world where humans coexist with android co- androids called Neens, a group known as the Immortal Nines rises up against society. That, that, that the androids are called memes. Neens, N-E-A-N-S. I believe it's an acronym. Okay, okay. So, um, <clears throat> the Immortal Nine, by the, my understanding from watching the first episode, is that they are androids who pretend to be humans and sort of like vampires disappear for a couple of years and then come back with a new look and continue living in the high life. Interesting. Yeah. So, tasked with dis- uh, disposing of these revolters at the Immortal Nine. I don't know why they're revolters. That never was really covered in depth. It's kind of been alluded that they've done things that are questionable. I think it's probably and like your standard thing. It's like, like uh, we are robots. We were made to serve humans, but we well, don't want to. They've got Asimov's laws as part of their uh, part of the story. Um, like they do say, you can't hurt us because Asimov's law um, results in a robot dying um, mm. because they steal his there's a liquid that everyone every robot injects like is their equivalent of like power source if you power will. yes it, it, it's yellow yeah and so, then if you crack it it goes blue like a glow stick sort of thing, okay. so like, oh, Gatorade Gatorade yeah so it's uh, Android Gatorade and that uh, gives them the electrolytes and turbo lights for their body to move mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and, naturally I'm, I'm following yep yeah, and um in the first episode in a nightclub, like the guys working the bar who are humans steal one of them because they're going to sell on the black market and the android, because he misses injection, literally dies Oof. from it. So it's like very much a way like they've, it's very much a world where there are controls in place which are there to ensure human safety and to prevent a revolution. I mean, yeah, I could I could see revolution happening after an incident like that. It's yeah. checks out very animatrix. I don't know if that actually has an impact on anything because you just see the guy's corpse being put in a dumpster. Oh. Yeah, it's really sad. But 
tasked with disposing these revolters who are, you know, rising up against a society, which is the Immortal Nine, Anine named Rogue Red Star, aka Metal Rogue, and investigator Naomi Orthman, and I'm not sure if Naomi is human or android, um, they head to Mars to track them down. But first, Rogue wants some chocolate. Rogue's, Naturally. Rogue's a cool character. Like, the design... this. I originally thought this was like a trigger series because of the way the character design has been done. Hmm. It's very in line with that sort of like colourful, bombastic... Yeah, I'm looking at the cover art for it now. They look... uh, Ah, there's something very familiar about that style. I know, right? Now, that might be because it's Studio Bones and we know, you know, Formula Arcus Brotherhood, Mob Psycho, Stray Dogs. Oh, no, no, yeah. Like, like the character design is familiar from that. It's very contemporary, but there's something classic about it. It's like, uh, what was it? Uh, I'm getting, what was it? Dirty Pair from this for some reason i don't know why man that's like 80s right classic. yeah yeah so yeah but i'm really that kind of dynamic i'm getting from this yeah i'm i'm quite excited for this i think it'll be quite good um and uh yeah i i'm i only to, to be fair i only got i think two-thirds of the way through the episode last night before mm-hmm. i went it is way too hot i need a shower and to go to bed um <laughs> fair enough yeah um but i was really enjoying it i didn't want to stop um but it was like midnight <laughs> and i'm old um and have work and stuff well, i had an early shift otherwise i would have been yeah you were at work all night. at 6am like mm. ugh. literally to go open a door for someone like <sighs> The, the irony of media sometimes. Um, but look, this is going to be on Crunchyroll Worldwide. It's also on Anyone Asia in Hong Kong and Billy Billy in China. Thursday nights, um, well, sorry, Thursday mornings it comes out. Uh, we have one episode at the time of recording, second episode this week. So it should be good. I'm, I'm quite, quite excited for this. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to move on to one of Emma's picks, and this is The Foolish Angel Dances with the Devil. This is a comedy romance supernatural. Gee, what's that about? It's a comedy of supernatural proportions which ends in romance. So there's an angel and there's a devil. And they dance. Yeah. Bread. <laughs> no, no more bread. Um, this is being animated by Children's Playground Entertainment. Now, we've talked about these guys in the past because they've just kind of like this weird studio that shows up every now and then. Hmm. They did Faraway Paladin. But they only did season one by the looks of it. Interesting. They also did Hatena Illusion, which was like a... It wasn't very well received, but it was like a magic club in a high school sort of thing. Similar to Magic Senpai, but not as raunchy. Yeah. Um, But we watched the first episode, me and Emma, uh, the other night, and it's animated quite beautifully, and the flow is really good. So this is set during a period where heaven and hell are at war. Uh, isn't that kind of just? I, like I know, part I know, of the I know. But like, they're they're really going out. Like, you know, angels and devils are getting killed and yada yada. Neat. Um, so, determined to protect his demon world from the heavenly angels, the demon Masatoro Akutsu, Akutsu, Masamoro Akutsu heads to Earth in search of a charismatic human to use to rally his kin. So the plan is he's going to find someone who's beautiful, stunning, charismatic, bring them to hell and use them as almost like a cheerleader to, like, through magic, enhance the demons so that they are buffed for battle. Interesting. he masquerades as a high schooler for his recruitment mission, and he's captivated by the lovely Lily Amane in class. She's basically the the class's angel. Everyone treats her like you know she's 
to be protected and loved and cared for and you know a guy keeps going and um confessing to her and she keeps saying no in polite ways <laughs> and then he becomes friends with that guy unfortunately um, <laughs> because he's just weird fair enough um but he's in for a wild celestial surprise because she is his arch arch nemesis an angel and she's set on reforming his demonic ways he <laughs> saves her from an oncoming truck he like they actually end up saving each other and she's like you're not human he's like God, but it's fine. If I take her to hell, she's gonna know anyway. And he reveals it, and she's like, ah, "I'm a, I'm a team. I'm actually an angel." And she's <laughs> a bit of a psychotic one. She puts like a, a choker on him, and uh, yeah. Are you sure this isn't in the questionable category it's we were not, talking about earlier? It's, it's not, not that way. It's, oh. it's not that way. It's, it's. She puts that on him, and he's now hers. Like, so she can keep an eye on him, and she's gonna reform him. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. It's funny. Bread. It's really goofy. Like th- this is one of the ones where we were watching it and we were just like, "This is unhinged." Like, it, <laughs> yeah. like you're expecting like the standard like co- Japanese comedy high school, you know, like. Um, I mean, I do love, remember love delusion, love Chinobu and other delusions, sort of like you know a little bit of silly. Now this just goes to the nth degree. I do remember a very very old school anime which also had a psychotic murderous angel. So uh, I wonder if this is around the same thing. Um. Uh, it was a series where, like, there was a guy who couldn't die and this angel kept basically torturing him. And- oh, no, no, it's not like that. <laughs> it's nothing like that. Um, that's, yeah. You know the that's- one you're th- I'm thinking of? A- a- angel Doki something, yeah, and she keeps using the mace to knock off his head. And- <laughs> yeah, it-, it appeared in a lot of AMV Hell videos. That's the one. Yep, yep, yep. So, look, this this is comedy, supernatural romance. It is PG. It's not super violent. It's just really silly. It definitely feels like this is targeting like Zuma humor with it, if that makes sense. Oh dear. Yeah. No, not in a bad way. Oh good. Well, I think they'll find this funny. Um, I found it funny, and I'm you know early millennials. We so. are old men. I'm a millennial grandpa, um, but like I, I really quite enjoyed it, um, and so did Emma. So this is on Crunchyroll. I mean, let's be honest, most things are. The funny thing is, I haven't spotted anything listed for Disney Plus in our list. Hmm. Um, Actually, there is, is there is a show that's on Disney Plus, which is on the maybe list for me, um, but it wasn't the sort of show I was expecting which, to end which up. Which one on. was that? I can't remember. Like yeah. we, I've looked at 30, 40 shows the last twenty four hours. So like, I mean, you know. it was pretty much it was whispered that Disney really, really wanted to get into the anime market and sort of the, like. I mean, they do, and they have a deal um, with a publisher hmm. so that they can basically get all of their stuff with Kadansha. Oh, but the problem is, is Kadansha's existing series already have agreements in place. They can't go and steal My Hero Academia, for instance. So, um, yeah, that it, was a terrible plan. Yeah, <laughs> no, they didn't think it through. Uh, might work out for them long term. It'll we'll work have to out. See, well, it but... means that they'll be able to cherry pick the shows that Kadansha released that once those shows are finished and put them on their platform. I see. So that that's what they're the way they're approaching it. Um, but they they're going to have to fight against Sony, and let's be honest, like Sony is probably more litigious than they, Disney. They're both pretty bad. But. Yeah, but Sony is definitely a lot happier with the lawyers. Yeah, yeah, they are. Anyway, um, watch the foolish angel dances with the devil. It's a good laugh. Um, it's very silly. Tuesdays, one thirty in the morning. Tuesday mornings, uh, it'll air, so we should have that end of the day on Tuesdays. Um, Crunchyroll, anyone Hong Kong, anyone Asia, Billy Billy. Uh, in China now this next one's a romance one 
Okay. This is one that I wholeheartedly believe Kiralee's into. Um, it is called A Sign of Affection. Hmm. Uh, it is a romance and a shoujo. He was a boy. She was a stop sign. <laughs> she was a giveaway sign, actually. But you know. <laughs> um, This is PG. It's based on a manga. And it is adorable. Like, oh. if you've seen My Love Story, which yes. is the one with the giant guy and the little girl, it's kind of shades of that, but imagine that it's been done in a Korean manga style. And it's not... Mm. Um, it's not a case of he's big buff man who doesn't know why girl like and girl like but doesn't know how to explain. They're just the main character reminds me of the girl from that. Okay. Except the main character Yuki is death. So she is a deaf college student and is struggling one day when an upperclassman from her school comes and helps her out. Now, someone on the train approaches her to ask for directions and uh, she's trying to explain that she you know can't hear him. Um, so Itsuomi helps her out and he isn't put off at all by her lack of hearing and interacts with her naturally he can speak four languages already he's just come back from Canada so you know they interact quite naturally and he's interested he's already learning other languages he's interested you know set up as worldly and knowledgeable That's, that's interesting and it's really interesting it's about like one of the major themes in that first episode is how do you see the world compared to me it's like do you see because he's been traveling it's like does the world seem big to you and he's like yeah it is it's the mm. world's huge i mean since a silent voice i guess mm. i guess well we, we Sen- should expect- uh, senryu girl yes it's probably the nearest I can oh think yes of. yeah um, since i've seen that oh i need to watch it again mm-hmm. I, I need to really read the manga the manga's finished oh. so yeah yeah um but yeah so he isn't put off by her lack of hearing and interacts with her naturally and normally he purposely slows down his speaking so she can read his lips and stuff like that and as he gradually opens up a new world to her she becomes developing feelings for him and thus begins a pure love story of yuki a death college girl and utsuomi her upperclassman who travels the world with her which is, it's just really beautiful. It travels the world with her as in... I don't know yet. We're going to see set in different... I don't know, but I'm hoping so. The first episode ends on a really sweet note because she's, well, as you can imagine, asking for someone's number when you're deaf, you can't really do that very subtly. You have to literally write it out if yeah. you the other person doesn't do sign language. So, you know... Yeah, it's it's really sweet the way it's done. That's actually somehow more daunting. Yeah, it is. Um, but the, the, it ends on a really sweet line, which is like, you know, they're messaging over each other by text, but they're only like about 10 metres apart because they've just parted ways for the night. Um, and, you know, he, she asks him, how do you see the world? And, you know, it's really big. And she's like, yeah, it is. And he's like, I'd like to be inside your world, though. Oh. And it's like, oh, I just get the heart cramps, <laughs> the twinge in the chest. Okay, that, that and, sounds and lovely. And then, you know, she, because obviously she doesn't scream and yell in excitement or happiness. She moves physically and she's literally jumping for joy. And it's hmm. just like, oh. And that was episode one. Episode one. They didn't beat around the bush. They got straight into it. That's like, great. Yes. Give me more of this Cute okay. slice of affection. There's a lot of angles to this one. Okay, mm. first there's the fact that, you know, you have a relationship between a deaf girl and a bloke. Yeah. And, you know, since a silent voice and, like you mentioned, Sanrio Girl, it's like, we're seeing some of that and I reckon we can start seeing more. Mm-hmm. I reckon we will start seeing more. Oh, yeah. And then there's that whole, okay, I want to, they want to travel the world. He wants to show her the world and stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
like not since um place further than the universe did we see like places outside japan in that way i'm really hoping that as well as this wholesome romance i mean i know the jojo fans would disagree but like (laughs) no no offense to the jojo fans yes jojo goes all over the world but this is kind of a different approach to it yeah they're not going for a fight that's more (laughs) they go around the world in the same way as like your old school johnny quest thing it's like we're in egypt trust me on this just don't look around (laughs) you see that desert over there that means we're in egypt (laughs) we're in egypt and this is jackass (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure we can say that (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a TV show. It was a title. They put that on TV. We're fine. Um, I weirdly miss that show. I know, right? <laughs> um, I heard like a really. I watched a really interesting thing about. Um, it was a YouTube channel, and it's. I think it's called like Late Start. Uh, I think I sent you it, and it, this guy basically looks into the history of a Hasbro board game. Oh yes, called, which was basically just beer pong. And it was all about trick shots. Like, it was the invention of it. He actually talked to, like, the people who invented it. And they had Bam McGuera from Jackass and the Skater, talk, I think he was in Jackass, um, join them for, like, as their promo person. They were like, we couldn't ask for a better promo person at the time because this was the 90s. Yeah. It's like... Um, and, you know, like, he was really... Um, he was talking about, like, you know, what's Bam like in person? He's like, there's two Bams. There is Bam when he's on the job and there's normal Bam. And Bam, when he's on the job, is amazing. <laughs> like he's he puts all the energy in and all that. Like for someone to work through in a promotional standpoint, he sounds amazing. Uh, I think we've all met a bloke like that. Yeah, yeah. And then he the was one like, who so puts what's, on what's the mask? Bam like in real life? And he's like, I mean, he's pretty much you, what you see is what you get. Like you know. <laughs> and he's like, what like Jackass? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> 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 but anyway, like well off the topic on this. Um, but. Going back to this, like it, it does sound like a very worldly anime, a sign of affection. This is about it is a shoujo series, mm. so it is targeting the female demographic, and I can see why. All the guys are very pretty, They're very pretty. But I mean, like, if it doesn't turn into a world travel slash romance, I won't be disappointed or upset. Mm. I'll just be like, oh, yeah. Although I, I think either way, it will be a good story because mm. you've also got her best friend. Um, the best friend is into the same guy's cousin. Um, and because they're all going to university, yeah. they're all an adult cast, which is a nice change. It sounds yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of really looks at, like there are subtle things in it that you don't consider if you're someone who has always lived with the ability to hear. How would your alarm work? Vibrate yeah. on your phone. There's a specific vibrating alarm for people who have hearing impairments hmm. and they put it on the mattress so the whole mattress vibrates. Like There are little things like that that I didn't consider and it actually makes sure it notes them and shows them to you. It's really well That's done. That's excellent. Yeah, like when they, they go to a cafe um, in Japan, which is like a pseudo, it's a date because both the, bro- the, the main love interest and the cousin work there. Um, so they go and they hand her a whiteboard so she can write. It's like little things like that where it shows like how the communication is being done and how her life is, is really quite nice. So yeah, I, I really like it. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is being animated by Aji Ado. They did a sentence for Bookworm and Kakushigoto. Oh. So it's very shiny. It's very shiny. Um, based on a manga, PG, 12 episodes, Saturdays at 10.30 at night. So... It's going to be good. I'm quite excited for this. I'm pretty sure this is a... Um, I didn't actually list the sh- the things. Um, I've got all of the uh, the various show um, streaming platforms listed here, and it's like it's not on all of those. 
Oh. It's 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 not. It's because not not everyone's announced. Like, um, oh, actually, no, no, I did do it. There's actually a lot for this one. Uh, Annie Plus. Um, mm-hmm. So it's on Crunchyroll, Billy Billy China, um, Annie Plus, Muse Asia in Singapore, Muse Asia Hong Kong, mm-hmm. Muse Indonesia, Muse Malaysia, Philippines, Thailand, Vietnam, and Netflix. All in the Muse some areas. Yeah. So it's it's pretty good, pretty good. But yeah. um, yeah, I, I'm quite excited for it. But we do need to kind of take a. a quick minor tangent before we go into the news because we do have to mention some of the other shows that are airing this season as well the season two of dangers in my heart banished from the heroes party and the fire hunter blue exorcist is returning blue after like exorcist yeah like eight nine years um free ring shangri-la frontier apothecary diaries are all continuing as is undead unluck which is finally available outside of hulu in the u.s it's now going to be on disney plus worldwide so that I know is the it's weirdest just thing to have on Disney. So, no, no, it makes sense. Like a lot, a lot of the stuff that Disney Plus has went and grabbed from the anime section is targeting older audiences. So uh-huh. yeah. people, uh, it's just money. more. It's a really weird decision to say it's only on Hulu in the US and the rest of the world can wait. That's that, more than anything else. Just makes me want to make a really silly Steamboat Willie Mickey Mouse comic because it's now, you know, <laughs> It's public free. domain. Public domain. Um, but yeah, look, this Wouldn't is... would be hilarious if he became the international symbol for piracy? Oh, he's on a boat. <laughs> oh, that'd be really funny. I did not consider that. I can get, uh, you I might can get need to have that. a chat to a few people. Oh, dear me. You're jumping on 4chan again, aren't you? Uh, no. <laughs> not immediately. No, not immediately. Just on Reddit. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh God, no. I wouldn't do that, that to myself. That, that, that's our picks for the season, plus a few others of note. Um, as we said, it is a bumper season. We haven't covered anything, everything. But if you enjoy something and we haven't mentioned it, pop it in the comments. We'd like to know. Argue with me yes, in the comments, yes. Yeah. There are some, obviously, we can't talk about because of our uh, PG rating. But If you uh, want to talk about them, talk about them in the comments. In the Patreon. Yes. On the Patreon. On the Patreon. Or on our Discord. Yeah. Wi-Fi Radio. Tonight on Anime Communicate. Great story. Compelling and rich. Nothing brings ratings up like a little controversy. Now, uh, we won't be talking about what we've been watching. Um, it's a, a new process for us to do for the um, season previews because when the season previews happen, we're watching what we're already talking about. Pretty much. It's so just it's like, everything's come out, let's have a look. It's a bit redundant. <laughs> I've been so, watching Free Run. You've been watching Free Run. So have I. We've it's been delightful. watching um, oh, Mononogatari, the Spirit's House one, which was an old one too. What's it? Malevolent spirits. Emma yells from the other room. <laughs> now, first things first, let's go. It's awards season. We did mention this before Christmas. A lot's happened. Um, the Golden yeah. uh, Boy and Heron won a Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. It's the first Golden Globe uh, Studio Ghibli's won. So good on them. Um, Boy and Heron, Godzilla minus one films have been shortlisted for the Oscars as well. So short, shortlisted, not just listed, which was the original ones which we talked about. Um, so it's one of like, I think 10, 15 mm-hmm. maybe. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, Joe Hisashi has also been listed. Oh. What? 
Okay, it's not as good as I thought. Boy in the Heron has been listed for best musical score in the the music category, not for animation. <sighs> okay. And Godzilla minus one for visual effects. Makes sense, because that's CG. Oh, but... Godzilla minus one was amazing. Mm-hmm. you seen it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm jealous. I, pa- I, I pirated a terrible version. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm allowed to admit that on air, but uh, fight me. Yeah, you used a VPN. <laughs> this is this is sponsored by NordVPN. Nord VPN. Shadow Legends. <laughs> Um, so, <coughs> which Boy in the Heron to on my Raycons? <laughs> Apparently, Raycons have terribly bassy sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, anime films that are eligible for the animated feature category, <coughs> it is still listed for it. So, Blue Giant film, the uh, which is the blues one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boy in the Heron, um, Slam Dunks film, Lonely Castle in the Mirror, which is something we need to go and look at because I think this is actually a sleeping <coughs> hit. That you know is going to be like a like a classic that we're going lonely to castle in the mirror. Yeah, okay. and of course Suzume as well. Oh yes. Now those are all eligible for it. It sounds like they're announcing the final nominees for the anime category and others on January twenty third. So next episode we do we should know if it's been nominated and if not we can all rage. Okay. Which I think is fair. Yeah, I'm, I don't give much stock to award shows that we don't make. No, no. Well, um, I, I'm of the opinion that the Oscars is just actually terrible full stop. <laughs> yeah. No. And it says everything, the fact that the Golden Globes went, that's the best anime film of the year. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, Although I think uh, you Minus are... One won some stuff at the Golden Globes too. So. Yeah. I mean, you saw who they uh, got as the MC for it, right? No. They might get Ricky Gervais back. <laughs> oh... Yeah, Ricky Gervais did it for the money. He said that. He's like, I, I don't like these people. Like The fact that I'm on stage actually dissing them and they think it's funny, it's hilarious. I'm like, I mean, yeah. But he has a thing. Um, from uh, like, So you haven't heard of all the uh, news and controversy and celebrity gossip? No, I haven't. Uh, someone else tried uh, to do uh, Ricky Gervais by insulting the audience and uh, did not do it well. Did yeah, not do it well. That checks out. I also saw like really lame things from the Golden Globes where like they were dancing to the Golden Globes theme and it's like it wasn't funny. It was wasted time how do you dance to that you don't like they act like it was shared online as if you could and it's like you can't you everyone can, on tiktok like this is the dumbest thing ever even tiktok didn't turn it into a dance no wow yeah that's saying a lot isn't it yeah um on the note of the boy in the heron it is now the fourth highest earning anime <clears throat> film in north america of all time um pokemon is still the number one hey so yeah demon slayer uh second and Pokemon the Movie 2000 ranks third. Wow. <laughs> uh, Pokemon the first movie earned 85 million US. By comparison, Demon Slayer Mugen Train only earned 49. That's insane. That's not consider. even taking uh, yeah. inflation into account, is yeah. it? Yeah. Pokemon the Movie 2000 is 43. <laughs> Godzilla minus one is nearing the 50 million US mark as well. That's at 49 million. So, mm. yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, and... Oh, Boy in the Heron and Godzilla Minus One and Suzume are also eligible for the 2024 Oscars Best Picture category. Oof. So that's kind of cool too. Yeah. Um, anyway, I've just got, there's a lot of Boy in Heron films. It's been a month. Um, so, you know, it's, they've, uh, Boy in Heron and Suzume have been nominated for Best Feature at annual The Annie Awards as well. Um, along with Pokemon Concierge. So, okay, I've heard good things about it, though. Yeah, me too. It, it looks adorable, for yeah. one thing. All right, so we've gotten past all the Oscars and the awards stuff. Let's talk about some real serious anime news here. 
It was mostly the award stuff. That's the thing. Dora Hetero is getting a sequel Woohoo! as a streaming series. I don't know what that means. I'm guessing it's just going back to Netflix. <laughs> That's all it probably is. Ah, probably, probably. So first anime series debuted in 2020. If you don't remember, this is the guy who's got like a crocodile, not crocodile, like a lizard head. Yeah, he's he goes by Cayman and he's got yeah. like a lizard iguana head. Yeah. and he. They uh, live in a city. It's so dismal. It's only known as the hole. <laughs> where, where do you work in the hole and it has uh like one of the most banger openings you've ever heard yeah dressed it's like <clears throat> acid drenched sort of thing oh it's wonderful and yeah. it's like the visuals are a girl making gyozas yeah, yeah and i, I love big gyozas. buff lady mm-hmm. she good um so the the Actual plot is, in the city so dismal it's known as the whole, a clan of sorcerers has been plucking people off the street to use as guinea pigs for atrocious experiments in the black arts. In a dark, in a dark alley, Nikaido found Cayman, a man with a reptile head and a bad case of amnesia. I got there in the end, stumble, stumble, stumble. To undo the spell, they're hunting and killing the sorcerers in the hole, hoping that eventually they'll kill the right one and undo the spell. <laughs> the hunting part is hilarious. Yeah. Cayman will bite onto their head so that the face inside of his mouth can look at the guy and go, no, it's not him. <laughs> yeah, and then okay, he goes, right. what did the guy say inside? Uh, he said, it's not him. Okay, you're not it. <laughs> yeah, but then N, the head sorcerer, gets word of a lizard man slaughtering his people and sends a crew of cleaners into the hole, igniting a war between the two worlds. Sends cleaners into a hole. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm. Like it's It was really well done. It was really fun. It's it was bombastic. Um, it had a full season. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was 24 episodes, actually. I'll have to double check that. But then it then got more episodes like as OVAs to just continue the story. They just kept bumping them out. And everyone's like, Okay, 12 episodes and then another six. Everyone was having a good time. Yeah, it was great. Highly recommend watching it. Um, Go check it out. Now, I've got some great news. I like great news. Yeah. Kyoto Animation. They're finally back with a series, not a film. Sound Euphonium Season 3 is going to premiere in April. Now, I know it's not for everyone, but this could be the beginning of seeing them return to regular production like they're kind of like Trigger, where they only do specific shows that they're really passionate about. It's all done in house. It works well. Euphonium so, was it was interesting. It was good. It was good. Um, definitely a lot more dramatic than I was expecting. I was mm. expecting like K-On, but you, you know, like, K-On, but with brass instruments. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's good. Like you know, Euphonium is a, a big brass instrument. Um, it's going to premiere on NHK Educational in April, and uh, they've got a new character called Haruka Tomatsu. Um, We'll see how this all goes because obviously there was some drama in the band and all this other stuff going on. It was uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it will adapt uh, Kumiko's third year in high school. So we've gone quite a far away because it's. I think each season basically covered a year. We've had some films, but now we're back to finally getting a, a new a new actual series. There's a lot of content for this anime. Oh yeah, there is a lot. Um, new Spice and Wolf anime. Yay! And also what? Yeah. Spice and Wolf, Merchant Meets the Wise Wolf TV anime airs in April. The original voice actors are reprising their roles. So, but so this isn't a, this is a reboot, a remake, a prequel, a sequel? I don't know. <laughs> we universe? don't know. The, the phrasing suggests that it could go either way. Mm. But the way <clears throat> the advertisement and the trailer have been shown, it suggests it's a reboot. I'm very intrigued by this. When was the original Spice and Wolf? That's Over going 10 back years. to yeah, that's like Over ten years. That was also 2013 or 2012 or so. Yeah, about pretty that. sure that was 2012. 
I, I can uh, find out for you. Um, but yeah, Spice and Wolf series was, um, started in 2006. Oh, oh, wow. Um, 18th volume was 2018. Uh, 24th and... Lo- oh, because they took a break from 2011 till 2016, sorry. Yeah, the plot of that is uh, he's a merchant who starts traveling with a spirit who is a fox-eared girl and who was yeah. uh, sort of a demigoddess of the 2008 harvest. and 2009 was season one and two. Mm-hmm. Funimation released both. Um, I don't know what studio was with it, though. I think it was a different studio to what's being done this time. This um, is being... Well, actually, no, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm talking gibberish here. I can't see. I'm going to go to the official website um, and see who they list because I think they set... Like My understanding was they set up an original studio just for this, like they did with... Um, uh, Ancient Magus Bride. Oh, wow. Like a subdivision of one of the major studios that is designed to just <laughs> focus on this. It says That's m- very interesting. Previews, special infos. So, yeah, the only information we have is that it's Katakawa. So, that might mean it goes to Disney+. Plus. So, we'll, we'll then know. But the art style is stunning. Mm. Like, it looks beautiful. Back in its day, it was... Kevin Penkins doing the music. Oh, great. Okay. I know him. Well, he's the guy from Perth. Yeah. Yeah, the, the one who never replied to our emails, <laughs> even though we know mutual friends. Call Kevin, us. Kevin, call me. <laughs> he's not very proud of being from Perth, and that's, uh, I guess, his own issue. Uh, okay, fair right, Whatever. Um, you know, people. some people like where they came from, others not so much. That's fair enough. Yeah. To each our own. Yeah. Either way, um, this is going to be big, and it looks stunningly animated. I can't <clears throat> wait for it. This. Is I mean, even back in its day, it was like a feat of animation. It was, oh, yeah. it was beautiful. This has had CG games come out for it like v- vr games sorry where you like are part of the the, the team traveling and doing stuff with them yeah because this isn't like you know a big fighty monster kind of anime this is uh like a mm-hmm. bloke and his companion traveling to do merchantese things mm-hmm. it's very chill but yeah they've got the oh takeo takahashi is returning to the franchise this time as the chief director i believe he was episode director previously oh cool um the person who did the Oh, it's being done at Passione. That is new. Passione? Studio, yeah. They're good. They're very good. Uh, anything else I would know from them? Oh, hang on. They like dabbling with watercolour. Watercolour? Yeah, they've done... Uh, that's... Uh, I know. That's a tad random. I know, I know. Um, they've done, they assisted on all the Bang Dream music series. I'm going alphabetically here, so you'll have all to right. bear with me. Um, high school TXT hero Higurashi, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, the two mo- the two re- new ones, so Go and Sotsu. Mm-hmm. Um, a Lull in the Sea. They did oh. second key animations for that. Um, Lull in the Sea was beautiful. Maruko Chan, the girl who could see all the ghosts and horrors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, play it cool guys. They did in between animations for some episodes. Rail Wars. Um, sure Sakura Wars they did animation production assistance for the fi- uh, for the TV okay um, Shonen Made So I'm a Spider So What they helped out on just one episode so um, they seem to be very support based yeah but they have do their they do Yuri they did Yuri is my job Wasteful Days <laughs> of High School Girls oh that one was that very was good. really well done that was all them um, okay yep I have I have high hopes for this thing. yeah I mean they were only established in 2011 so it makes sense 
Um, but yeah, they're, they're a good studio. Like they do put out a lot of odd things. Like I, they did the Island of Giant Insects, that weird horror style one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the um, episode director is directing it um, as well. So like they brought in the old team basically. Um, Enishia is producing the series. I don't know who they are. But I wouldn't be surprised. But I mean, it sounds like a lot of people are back for this one. This was like work of passion, yeah. I guess. They did tie up CM Production Corporation for Weathering with You movie Ooh. and production assistance for Bell. So, wow. Yeah. Either way, looks good. Um, and like uh, those, I'm excited for it. Those are like huge names. Those were huge international names, even. Mm-hmm. So that is in April, so next season. Yeah. Can't wait. Another one to mention, Jujutsu Kaisen anime. Is I, I was going to say, Black Butler is also... Next season too. What yeah. the hell is next season? Yeah. It's just we're getting remakes of things from decades ago. Yeah. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen's when, in its last episode announced that it is continuing into the Culling Game arc, which is the final arc of the manga. Mm-hmm. It's a long arc, so that might have to be two seasons. But that's that's coming. We don't have a date for that. And Konosuba 3 will air in April. So, yeah, it's all coming along. Um, it's all becoming quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of it for the news. Everything else has kind of been like, this person has been attached as a voice actor, or this has got a new trailer, or this this is going to be shown here. Not, not a lot it's has a, happened over It's Christmas. the start of the year, yeah. so everyone's just sort of building back up to what, yeah, exactly. some new stuff. So, with that, I think we should wrap up. Kawaii Fire Radio. And that is where we're going to leave things for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, it's next time. It's time to look back. Back in time on 2023 and all of that anime. That was yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, it is our new year in review show. We're no longer doing anime awards, but we're just going to give rewards for shows that we like. We're not going to make it competitive because there's too many good shows coming out. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. So it's our new year in review show. That is the new subject. Yeah, we're not, we're not doing the big long slogs of no. looking at everything. No. So we're going to look at 2023's anime and share our favourites for each category. There will be overlaps. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. It'll be nice and easy. Mm-hmm. So which series will receive a golden kawaifu and will we be throwing cabbages of shame at anyone? There, were, there wasn't a whole there, lot There wasn't a whole lot of bad, but there was some. There was some. And we will find it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll have to join us to find out it will be live streamed and I believe at this point we will be live streaming it on the 27th of January which is a Saturday delightful probably in the morning Perth time so that'll be whoa, Friday night if you're in the US and uh, sorry probably around midnight if you're in Europe guys so mm. sorry time zones do be difficult um, now, if you have enjoyed what you've heard, hit the subscribe button, join us for future episodes, give us a thumbs up if you're on YouTube. Argue with me in the comments. Argue with Kenny in I'm the comments. I'm begging you, I haven't had a good argument in ages. Yeah, yeah, you haven't, you haven't. Um, YouTube channel's got those dedicated videos. Now, if you would like to support the channel, we also have a Patreon you can subscribe to. We do need to have big thanks to our Patreon members as always. Thank you for supporting us. Um, we share extra episodes on there and extra content such as outtakes, the video extras and the pre-show and that, the mini podcast. Um, if you can't afford to support, can afford to support us, it would be greatly appreciated. It's only a dollar a month, mm. and you get a whole extra podcast of us talking trash uncensored. Yeah, we get we say we say we say no naughty things. We say the naughty words. We say yeah. all the things that we're not allowed to say for you know copyright reasons. Mm. I'm thinking burgers. 
I like burgers. I could go burgers. Go a burger. Yeah, burgers for dinner? Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I'm thinking of burger time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we're doing next. So if you'd like to join the Kawaii community and see the pictures of the burgers, uh, head to the social media. No, we're not kidding. We're not going to put it up there. But we are <laughs> on our socials. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Discord, and Have Twitter I told X. you the tragedy of Darth Plagueis? No, uh, have I told you about Burger Freak? You have. We should, should we go to... Let's see if Burger Freak's open. Anyway. Let's see Burger Freak. <laughs> you've been listening to Kawaii Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time... Buy some bread. <laughs> Watch some anime. anime. I crave the bread, <laughs> Kyle.